Welcome to Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Number one. Your number one source for NFL, NBA, and college sports. Here's your host, Frank Cholette. What's up, sports fans? How's everybody doing on this Sunday? Welcome to Across the Middle, episode number eight, where we are going to be jumping in big time into a scrimmage that took place on Saturday between the Los Angeles Rams and your Dallas Cowboys. I'll give you the info of who stood out and who didn't, who was hot and who wasn't. And also, we're going to be jumping into some other things like, uh, you know, what's the deal with uh, Dak Prescott's shoulder, if it's serious, is it anything that we should concern ourselves with. But first, I'm going to take this real quick break. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. All righty, as promised, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump right into it. The Cowboys and the Rams had an organized scrimmage where they pretty much agreed not to fight each other, even though some of that was thrown out the the bag once they got into the heated, you know, 11-on-11s. But, um, you know, um, no fights, no tackling, because they pretty much wanted to execute, evaluate players, but they didn't want to risk the chance of anybody getting hurt. And not only that, but the Cowboys just coming off of a game on Thursday against the Pittsburgh Steelers in which it was basically all backups playing. You know, C.D. Lamb didn't play. Uh, Michael Gallup didn't play. Now, some people say the Steelers didn't play, but Claypool was out there and he's a starter. You know, the, the running back was out there and he's a starter. So, yeah, you could take it for whatever it's worth. You know, the Cowboys opted to use that game to evaluate players, even though that game was really what? It was three to nothing up until almost halftime. So, you know, it got out of hand once the second backups came in. But getting back to the point at hand, top players that just seem to be, I mean, they, they, I, I, call them, I call them this. MVP for the and that would be one C.D. Lamb, who looked good. C.D. Lamb, uh, you know, everybody, they've basically been talking him up because you know what? The guy is ready. He is going to explode on the scene this year. And there isn't a practice that doesn't go by that this guy isn't making a, a spectacular play. Excuse me, folks, if I seem, you know, a little winded or my voice is a little bit different. I am getting over a chest cold. I got sick on late Friday night, so... You know, I'm just now starting to get over it, and I've got my strength coming back. But anyway, um, C.D. Lamb has been an absolute beast. I mean, uh, him and Trayvon Diggs have been going at it. That's another person that I want to speak highly of is Trayvon Diggs. Uh, the cat's been around interceptions, just clipping them. Him and um, uh, uh, Canada, he, he's been out there balling. And Boss Man Fat, a.k.a. Kelvin Joseph, number 24. No, that ain't Cheeto. <laughs> this guy, this guy, I think it's a better cover corner than Cheeto was. Cheeto would never look back to uh, find the ball. Um, it, I mean, if I was if I was the other team's opposing quarterback, all I would do was just turn around and look for Cheeto and throw the ball that way because you're guaranteed to get a pass interference almost 95 percent of the time. I mean, the man had no clue and no idea where that ball was with his back turned to the ball. Now, other than C.D. and um, uh, Travion, uh, you've had other big players come out. Michael Parsons, he is as advertised. And you know what? This is my theory on him. You know, the kid is a year out of football. 
I would try to get him as many reps as I can because he's got he's to knock off a little of that dust. But more importantly, this is the next step up. This is the league. And I would want him to be ready. I'd want him to be definitely ready. Other big news, Connor Williams. Connor Williams holds his own against Aaron Donald, and I guess Aaron Donald didn't like it. So basically what happened is Connor Williams and Aaron Donald during one-on-ones were we're 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 going at it and uh Connor Williams, you know, you know what I you know I feel about big offensive linemen and defensive linemen. I'm not gonna make no bones about it. I call them fat Alberts and every team needs them. You know, don't be mean. Don't be mean to that big kid in school. Cause that big kid one day might be lead blocking for you. Or that big kid one day might be the one to get to the quarterback for you. So you wanna treat them big boys with a lot of respect, not only that, but as they get bigger, you really don't want to be messing with them. But uh, Mike Fisher, who's one of my favorite, favorite uh, news people, had something to say about this. And uh, this is Mike Fisher's take on that. Fight, fight, fight. No, not the Jason Garrett T-shirts. That, by the way, he's taken up to New York, and they've taken very literally with the Giants. Aaron Donald is a superstar defensive tackle. He might be the best player in football, really. I think Troy Aikman recently called him the best defensive player he's ever seen, which is saying something quite. Connor Williams, you got to give him credit. He stood up to Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald didn't like being blocked by Connor Williams, who was successful against him. So face masks got grabbed and... Connor Williams held his own against the baddest man in the sport. I know we're not supposed to fight, but I must tell you, privately, Cowboy players are going, yeah. In fact, Zach Martin said it publicly, he said, you know, we're not going to start the fight, but we're going to stand up to you. We're not going to stand for that. And so the Cowboys win with Connor Williams leading the win. Connor Williams, by the way, also played a little bit of center. This is going to come down to, it's the old... I'm seeing ESPN talk about this now, and, and good. That's Mike Fisher, one of my favorite sports beats writer, um, talking about that competition going on. You know, it's good to see some feistiness there. It's good to see these guys fired up, because I know I get fired up, but I'm not out there blocking for anybody. But it's good to see him develop a mean streak in him and, and, and you know, try to carve out his own reputation. Other players that have looked good that I've noticed through the practices, um, I like Nashawn Wright. Yeah, I know he gave up the big play the other day, but, uh, you know, that's a rookie thing. No, he'll learn. He'll learn to fight through that. But for the most part, I like the way he plays. Other guys that I like that have been stepping up, Neville Gallimore, although I was a little bit disappointed in him, in the Steelers game, because he did play that game, I, I felt like he uh, he could have done more. But, you know, hey, it's only game one. He uh, definitely made up for it in the scrimmage. And that's what I want to talk about. Tony Pollard looks good. Michael Gallup is out there balling. You know, a lot of people want to talk, and, and I get caught up into this too. We want to talk CeeDee Lamb. We want to talk Amari Cooper. We're going to talk Z Elliott. And one of the last people that you ever even mentioned is Michael Gallup. 
And all Michael Gallup is doing is this. He's just out there creating plays, making plays, jumping over guys, running by guys. I mean, if we can keep that offensive line healthy and Dak Prescott healthy, this offense should easily, easily be able to put up 25 or more points a game. Now, on the flip side of that, you need that defense to be able to shut down somebody. Now, some of the people that I'm a little bit disappointed in, Brown, the corner. I mean, for a veteran, man, uh, I thought he struggled a lot in that Pittsburgh game. I mean, every time they needed a play, they would go out or in on him, and he was giving up ground. Excuse me. Out or in, he was giving up ground. He's one of the people I'm a little bit disappointed in. Another of the people that I'm a little bit disappointed in, Jalen Smith, I I just feel so bad for the guy. Because had it not been for that injury, man, this guy would have been. He'd have been a perennial pro bowler. I mean, he's already been there once. But uh, it's just a shame that that foot is bothering him or or it's just affecting the way he plays. I'm not going to say it's bothering him. He's still a really good player, but I don't know, man. I get, I get a bad feeling. He may be the odd man out because Van Der Esch is looking good and Parsons is looking strong, and you got Jabril uh, Cox after that. You know, I mean, they're pretty well stacked on that end of the ball, you know. So the question is going to be, who, who do you take off the floor? Well, that's it for this first segment. We're going to do one more segment, and I'm going to get into the Hall of Fame inductees that were Cowboys, uh, Cliff Harris. Drew Pearson, Jimmy Johnson. I'm actually going to play a couple clips that Jimmy played. But first, we're going to take a couple-minute break, and I'll be right back with you. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar. The number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night. NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff, folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. Having some electrical problems at home? Or maybe it's your place of business. No worries. Call the professionals at Delgado Electric. With years of experience in both home and commercial business, you have the peace of mind and guarantee that it's A-plus quality and service. Call Blas Delgado, the owner and operator at 432-312-4142. 
Again, that's 432-312-4142. And tell Blas, I sent you. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. I'm a real bad dude, making sounds and noises that are certainly rude. But when we're on the field, my noises are an art, like a, and a, or a plain old ball. It's the sport of kings, An absolute classic. I don't know how many of y'all remember this from the movie Wildcats. We're going to go ahead and jump in with segment number two of this show. And we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame inductees. In particular, we're going to start off with Jimmy Johnson. And first of all, it was good to see him get into the Hall. I thought this is well overdue. It was also good to see him and Jerry Jones sitting there talking about, you know, what they did wrong and how it could have been better. But more importantly, it was awesome to hear Jerry Jones speak about how Jimmy Johnson will be inducted into the ring of honor that the Cowboys have that he should have, uh, quite frankly, a long time ago been a part of. But more importantly, listen to what Jimmy has to say about his relationship with Jerry Jones. What am I say about Jerry Jones? <laughs> well, Jerry, you told me. He said, we're going to make sports history before we ever bought the Cowboys, before you bought the Cowboys, because I didn't pay a damn cent. (laughs) And you know what? We, we did make sports history. Not, Not only for the Dallas Cowboys, but for the NFL. To go from the worst team in the league two years in a row to winning back-to-back Super Bowls and building a heck of a football team. We did it, and let me tell you, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, Jerry. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. That is so awesome. I just wish it would have happened a long time ago when Troy and Emmett and Michael were playing. You know, that to me is one of the great breakups. Uh, You know, Jordan, of course, leaving the Bulls. Uh, You would have this going on with – you know, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones not being able to see eye to eye and they go in their own directions. And then Kobe and Shaq splitting up. I thought that was, you know, gut-wrenching right there because I was a huge Laker fan. I still am, but not as much as I was then. So to see those two, you know, older men, because they're, they're much older now, realize that, you know, hey, we might have botched this up and there could have been a lot more. That is so satisfying. I also want to talk about Drew Pearson, who got in. Um, he waited, and he waited. And I don't know if y'all seen a lot of uh, that footage of him last year when he didn't get the information and how gut-wrenching that was and how emotional that was. But to see him smiling, he deserved to be there. You can't tell the stories of the, you can't tell the story of the Dallas Cowboys in the 70s without mentioning Drew Pearson. He was smack dab in the middle of it. So was Rogers, so was Tony. Dorsett, even though he came on the latter part of the 70s, um, Randy White, you know, Too Tall Jones, Harvey Martin, you know, and then another one that made it that I thought was well overdue, Cliff Harris. 
Number 43. Yeah, Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters were an awesome duel. And Cliff Harris, they used to call uh, Captain Crash. Because, I mean, you think Jack Tatum could hit. He was, like, he was like the white version of Jack Tatum. He would knock your pellets off. Cliff Harris was an absolute phenomenal player as a kid growing up in the 70s when, the, when, when, when you had the, the Oakland Raiders and you had the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Steel Curtain and you had the Miami Dolphins. And of course, you had the Dallas Cowboys. And, um, man... Cliff Harris, number 43, man. It, I mean, you, you just go back and watch a lot of those old NFL films, um, you know, Super Bowl documentaries and stuff like that, man. Number 43 is he is all over the place. And those are the kind of things that you want to see. And, and you hope that these younger players grasp that when they go to the Hall of Fame and they see it, that it's an absolute privilege to be there and it's an honor to be there. But more importantly, it means that you had team success, too. You know, more times than many will that equate to team success. And to see Jimmy Johnson, Drew Pearson, and Cliff Harris, three, three guys. I mean, Jimmy didn't wait as long as those guys. But, yeah, it's been long overdue, and it, it is awesome. It is awesome. Also, what we do know is that the Cowboys will be playing on Friday. So I'm going to be coming in with more of these reports on Sunday, Wednesday. Wednesday, I want to kind of do high school recruiting. I want to do uh, players, where you know, who's going where and what schools because we just had OU and Texas jump to the SEC. And now there's a, a, another mad rumor going around that uh, Clemson and Florida State could be headed to the SEC. So this is going to really start to get interesting as we get down to this. And, um, you know, just look for more content. I'm also going to be talking Texas Longhorns because I'm a Texas Longhorn fan. So Wednesday may actually be Longhorn slash recruiting. I will talk other Big 12 teams. I'm, you know, I'm just a fan of football, but, you know, I just happen to follow those teams. And my channel is a little bit more skewed to that, but I am willing to talk other teams. Also, one last thing, um, there seems to be concern going on with Dak Prescott and his shoulder and whether he's going to be able to, uh, you know, start the season. I, I would not worry about that. You know, I just think what it is is he's, he had, he's had a tired arm. He's been throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing, and, you know, eventually that thing's going to get worn out. So from me to you, like I said, this wasn't going to be very long. All I wanted to do was just give you the information of what happened in the scrimmage if you didn't get an opportunity to catch it on YouTube. Like I said, there were some standout players. C.D. Lamb is basting it. Uh, Michael Parsons is basting it. Kelvin Joseph is killing it. So, you know, we got some, look like we might have some clay to mold, depending on how it goes. I'm going to run a couple more commercials, and then I'll give you my final rant of the day, and then we're going to close this thing out. We're going to do it the right way, the right way, the right way, the right way. Coming right at you as soon as I get this lined up. And uh, here we go. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 
432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar. The number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. Alrighty, as we close out another segment, this is my one-minute rant song. And this is just going to the Big 12. Hey, guys, it's very simple. The remaining teams that are there, why don't you join in with the Pac-12? I said this before. If you joined in with the Pac-12, you would have one heck of a conference. It still would be a strong football conference. Would it be as strong as the SEC? Probably not. Would it be as strong as the ACC or maybe the Big Ten combining? Probably not. But you're still going to have a very strong conference. And in hoops, y'all are going to be absolute murder. I mean, Baylor just won the national title. Texas Tech two years ago was there. So you got some strong teams over there. Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Now, I don't know what's going to take place with Iowa State. Maybe they vote for the Big Ten. I don't know. But all I could tell you is you're not in that bad of a situation. You still have a good product. Oh, yeah. So, so what Oklahoma and Texas went on to the SEC? We'll see how it works out for them. But I can say one thing. If you combine with the Pac-12, you would without a doubt have one of the better conferences. And basketball recruiting would be insane. And, of course, they would want Texas teams in the Pac-12. Because then it opens recruiting in the state of Texas for those teams. So guess what, man? We got to get over it, man. We got to get over it. Life goes on. And I'm out, y'all. God bless y'all. I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Tune in next time for more great guests and awesome sports talk. Welcome to Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Number one. Your number one source for NFL, NBA, and college sports. Here's your host, Frank Cholette. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome to Across the Middle, episode number nine on this Sunday, August 22nd, man. As um, I jump on this Sunday, I took last week, kind of took it off uh, for the week. I really didn't want to talk too much about the Arizona game because not too many uh, starters played in that game. And, uh, I mean, it wouldn't have been a real fair evaluation into jumping into that game. But I am going to get on the Texans game yesterday. And most of all, I am, uh, 
I'm really concerned about the quarterback situation because as it looks, it looks like Dak Prescott is not going to be healthy. Uh, he might have this shoulder thing lingering and, you know, hey, we play tackle football. They play tackle football. And in that kind of game, people get hurt. I am really worried about their backup situation because although Cooper Rush played very well yesterday, I, uh, I'm just, they're inconsistent. And Garrett Gilbert holds the ball like he's got the 90s Cowboys offensive line. I mean, I just don't understand that, man. That man will sit there and hold that ball all day long. We're also going to jump into the Texas Longhorns. They're, they're into uh, fall practice, and I want to get into the quarterback position battle because it looks like Hudson Carr may end up winning it, you know, although Thompson looked good in that bowl game, but I'm hearing that he's been turning the ball over a little bit more. And, you know, what do you think they're going to be like this year? I'm not too sure about their wide receiver position other than uh, Josh Moore. But um, I, I know they're going to be able to run the ball. Bijan Robinson is arguably one of the top three backs coming back this year. But, you know, the question still remains, what, what are they going to look like? And more importantly, who is going to lead them in 2021? I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to jump in immediately with Cowboy Talk. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area, if you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar, the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff, folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. All right, we're going to go ahead and jump back in. As promised with the Cowboy Report, um, the Texans beat them yesterday, 21-14, and it was off of uh, the strength of uh, Ben, ben the Da Vinci or Da Vinci or whatever his name is, man. The cat threw three interceptions. And this has me kind of worried because last week, man, they were kind of pumping him up because he had that one, well, his first drive actually since being in a cowboy uniform. 
he was able to drive the team down the field and get a score. And yet this cat comes in the second half and he throws, he gives away three picks. It's no wonder they didn't lose any worse than that. And then we get to Garrett Gilbert. Now, Garrett Gilbert, I'm going to give you a little intel on him in case you don't know, excuse me. Um, Gilbert was a five-star quarterback coming out of uh, Austin. Uh, I believe it was Austin. It was one of those Austin schools. Well, anyway, he ends up uh, committing to the University of Texas. And his freshman year happens to be the 09-2010 season uh, when Texas goes on to play the Alabama Crimson Tide. It would also end up being Nick Saban's first national title with Alabama. And as it, if you remember that game, Colt McCoy gets injured. Uh, he comes out of the game. And it was Garrett Gilbert that came in that game. And he almost brought the team back. That game literally came down to a possession where Bama brings a blitz off his blind side. He gets hit. He fumbles the ball. Of course, they recover it, and then they score, and then, you know, the, the, you know, the game gets out of hand at that point. But uh, he played very well. And then he just kind of disappeared after that. Um, he ends up transferring to SMU. He plays ball over there for a little while. Um, he's a journeyman. He's been in, you know, with multiple teams. And I really thought based off of his game last year against the Pittsburgh Steelers that, you know, that we might have a solid backup. But uh, I'm telling you right now, man, we got to put out the warning flags because I am really worried about this backup quarterback situation. If Dak Prescott goes down, man, I'm telling you, we are in a world of hurt, and I don't know where where we're going to turn because we don't have, I don't think, a viable NFL backup quarterback. You know, and if you, know, if you think I'm wrong, let me know, but I, I am really worried about that situation, you know. To tell you the truth, this is how I truly feel about the Cowboys quarterback situation. You know, because it's a family show, I had to use that button. But, yeah, I'm really frustrated about that. Next, I think it's time for them to do something with Jalen Smith. Clearly, he cannot move anymore. And Micah Parsons is better. Neil, who they brought over from Atlanta, who was a safety, converted to a linebacker, is better. Van Der Esch looks good. And Jabril, Jabril Cox, the rookie they get out of LSU, looks outstanding. So I guess the question that you have to ask is, uh, who's odd man out? Well, the man with the biggest contract, and that would be Jalen Smith. It's really going to be interesting to see how this plays out because I just don't think he should be out there starting. Let alone, uh, and from what I hear, he, he's losing reps. He should be to Micah Parsons. I mean, he just he isn't the athlete that they are. And it's unfortunate because before his knee injury in his final game at Notre Dame against Zeke Elliott and the Ohio State Buckeyes, he was a freakish athlete. I mean, some people had him as a generational talent, but he just has no lateral movement. If he has to go lateral, he is in trouble. And I'm being kind when I say he's in trouble. 
Speaking of trouble, how serious is that shoulder injury for Dak Prescott? And it needs to be talked about because we've seen what happened without him. So for all those people that thought that he wasn't very good and this and that and this and that, man, yeah, right. You know what I mean? I got a sound bite for you for all those people to say that, man. One of my favorite sound bites. No more pork chops. Bacon either. Ham, spare ribs, pork roast, pig's feet, pig ears, neck bones, none of that stuff. Strickaline, fat back, salt pork, lard. What, no more chitlins? No more chitlins. Miss, <laughs> what, what are you trying to do? Starve me to death? Yeah. Because we're going to be starving to death if we don't have Dak, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I am a Dak fan now. I just question, man, whether he could stay healthy now. We're, we had, what, four, almost five years of him not missing a game, and now he's, uh, his injuries are starting to pile up. And that's not good when you go out there and you pay somebody a whole lot of money. I'm also going to talk about the Texans, too, because I thought what came out of that game I thought the Cowboys' defense looked good, and I thought the Texans' defense looked good. Obviously, both of them got problems if they lose their quarterbacks. But other than that, um, you know, Texans, man, take a deep breath, man. There's no need for none of this. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Hey, as long as y'all can convince uh, Watson to come back, I think y'all will be more than okay. Um, the sky isn't falling just yet. You, I mean, your defense looks solid. I have to say that because for the most part, with an exception of Dak and Zeke, we had a starters out there, man. I thought they held on pretty well. But I'm, I'm really blown away and impressed with the Cowboy defense because they look more athletic. They look like they're there when the ball is being delivered. They don't look like they're thinking about it. They look like they're just responding and flying to the ball. And that's what you want to see. You want to see guys being passionate about what they do. Guys being sure about what they're doing. You know, these are millionaires out there playing, folks. We can't have uncertainty. Not in those situations, you know. Also, uh, I want to get into... The wide receiver position, I mean, it looks like Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown. But, man, who's after that, man? Because I, I hope they keep the, the kid, uh, I, I can't say his name for nothing, man. Ciofilo from Stanford, whatever his name is, six foot four, athletic, can go up and get the ball, can be a red zone mismatch. I mean, I don't know. You tell me what you think, man. Because honestly, if I'm them, I'm trying to do that. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this segment of it. Uh, we'll go ahead and take a quick break. When I jump back in, we're going to go into what is taking place with the uh, Texas Longhorns quarterback situation. And more importantly, what's the outlook for Texas OU? Because it seems like we might have a, a chain reaction we may have an ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12 combination coming together. So this should get pretty daggone interesting. I'll be right back after this break to jump into that. Let's go. 
Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give them a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar. The number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. Listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. My name's Tarula, I'm a real bad dude, making sounds and noises that are certainly rude. But when we're on the field, my noises aren't art, like a, and a, or a plain old bar. It's the Sport of I was leader of the team for about a week. My specialty was the quarterback sneak. I was sacked and attacked. My bag was packed when I got the word in the form of a bird. You know now. All righty, as we jump back in in the second second segment of Across the Middle with yours truly, Frank Chalette, we're gonna dive into uh, the offensive line situation. Um, you know, they had Connor Williams playing center uh, in that Arizona game, and it was a disaster. And I hope that's not where they're going to go because I'm really concerned about the middle of that offensive line, particularly at center. I think uh, uh, Tyler Badash has a chance, but uh, he's clearly struggling. And now they're talking about trying to put the best five guys on the field and that would be meaning moving Connor Williams to uh, center. And, man, he struggled with that shotgun snap. I don't think you want to see him over there. Or you, uh, you would have Connor Williams at center. You would have Connor McGovern at left guard. And, of course, you would have uh, Zach Martin at right guard and so on and so on. But, you know, we have to worry about that because – it was the offensive line, particularly a tackle, that broke down, and that led to two quarterbacks getting injured. One would be out for the rest of the year. The other one would come back. So these are things we have to discuss. You know, what are they going to do about that quarterback situation? You know, because you know me, man. I'm all about them. Hey, hey, hey. It's 
you need them, man. You need those big guys, man, and that's no joke, man. And it's not just on the offensive line that I'm uh, a little bit concerned about. You know, we just lost uh, Neville Gallimore. He's out four to six uh, weeks, you know, with an ex- uh, hyperextended elbow. Ouch. You talk about a painful, you hyperextend your elbow and see how you feel. So he's going to be out four to six weeks. My suggestion is if I'm the Cowboys, I, I'd start looking at the free agent market. Go get Geno Atkins. Uh, he would be a good one- or two-year fix until you get more clarity on what's going on with your defensive line. Tristan Hill, I don't know what's going on. He hasn't played all year, I mean, all, all um, train camp or anything. I know he's coming off of an ACL tear, but that shouldn't be that significant to a, an over-the-nose or over-the-center big guy. So on the offense and defensive lines, we have some concerns there. Now, what I did notice yesterday, I like Blake Jarwin a lot, but my man can't block to save his life. On the sweep that Amari Cooper runs yesterday, I mean, he, he whiffs on a corner. If you can't block a corner, something's wrong. And it's a good thing Amari didn't get hurt, man, because it, it was one of the worst blocks. Now he made up for the next play when Cooper Rush hit him on a deep inseam route over the middle, but... Dude, you got to be able to block or at least get in somebody's way. Pretend like you're looking like you're going to block. Because that right there was not cool. And then to the stars. I wanted to start off kind of negative because I'm going to get to the stars. Micah Parsons, man. There's no way that you can watch or, you know, hard knocks or, or, or any of the games or any of the practices. And number 11 is just everywhere. You know, this might be a blessing in disguise, and I'll take you back to 2014. Actually, 2015. Cowboys, no, 2014. Cowboys were on the clock, and everybody had them taking Johnny Manziel. Even Jerry Jones was intrigued by the prospect of taking Johnny Manziel. And why not? Manziel looked good that year. Heck, he beat Bama. I mean, he looked good. But it was a blessing in disguise that he didn't take him. You know who he took instead? Zach Martin. The guy's only been to the Pro Bowl every year he's played. He's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Those are the kind of draft picks you make. So maybe, you know, we wanted wanted Horn the corner out of uh, South Carolina. We wanted Sertan the corner out of Alabama to go with Diggs the other corner out of Alabama who we have, but maybe, just maybe, it might be a blessing in disguise that we took Micah Parsons, especially given the demise of Jalen Smith. I mean, teams just started to expose him. If they seen he was out there and he was on the back, they were motioning that back out the backfield, and they would either throw it to him or pitch it to him, and Jalen just can't make it there. He has no lateral speed. Now, if you let him go straight ahead, that's why I think he's better in the middle. Just let him go straight ahead. But if he has to go laterally, man, you are in trouble. Straight up, you're in trouble. I'm going to go ahead and run one more quick break. And then when we jump in, we will go to the quarterback situation that's taking place with the Texas Longhorns and OU and Texas in general. How do you think they're going to do in the SEC? 
listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. Hey, what's up, sports fans? Especially in the Midland and Odessa area, if you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give them a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar. The number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff, folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. Alrighty. As we jump back into segment number three, we're going to jump into the Texas Longhorn quarterback situation. Who you got, Hudson Card? Or do you got Casey Thompson? I mean, both of my outstanding quarterbacks, Casey Thompson out of the state of Oklahoma, Hudson Carr out of the state of Texas. Card is considered to have a freakish type of arm, an NFL arm. And from what I hear, he is displaying that well in practice. Right now, many think that Sark will Sark, Sark, Sarkeesian will go with him because he's got the more upside. And a lot of the guys that are coming in, he would be a real good sell to them in terms of playing with a, a generational type of arm, not quarterback, arm, because he has a freakish arm. That ball just jumps right off of there. And you know what? What do you expect out of Texas and OU? OU, I think, is going to be outstanding. It's Texas that I, I'm a little bit concerned about because in the midst, every time you have coaching change, you're going to lose kids to transfer. And they did. They lost four of them. I know three of them went to USC. You had Keandre Ingram go. You had, uh, I believe, Epps, the tight end, went. And then, and then they lost uh, the kid out of Arizona, the, the wide receiver. So, you know, you're always going to – and these were upperclassmen. These are cats that should be juniors and seniors now, and they should be ready to produce. Now, in the case of Keandre Ing uh, Ingram, hey, man, good, good riddance to you, brother. You broke my heart three times, man. In the LSU game, when you dropped that wide-open touchdown pass on a fourth down, there was nobody near you. Nobody near you. It was a little dump-off, and you dropped it. Then I watched you 
in another game against TCU. We go all the way down there, man. We're at the one-yard line. You fumble the ball. I can't trust you, brother. I can't trust you. And besides, Bijan's better. So we got the better deal out of that. But uh, Jake Smith, losing Jake Smith, man, I thought he played pretty well and he was coming on. And, and man, kind of watch out for USC because those three players they got are, are really good. And I'm not sure. They might have got four because we had quite a few of them transfer. So we should be good. But, you know, you, you lose upperclassmen like that. You know, we, we got to see what we look like. But I, I, I kind of like Casey Thompson because he paid his dues. And it's kind of like his time. And he could have transferred two years ago when he had the opportunity to and almost. And you kind of want to reward a guy like that for loyalty. But if Hudson Card is better, man. Hey, man, loyalty don't pay your bills. Loyalty will get you fired. That's what loyalty will do. So you always got to go with your eyes, and you always got to go with the better player. In terms of Oklahoma and Texas going, every, uh, going over to the SEC, I think it's a win-win situation for them. I mean, everybody's talking about how they're going to get ran over. Honestly, man, Oklahoma has managed to stay at the upper echelon, except for when they face one of these SEC schools, because the better defensive players aren't going to Oklahoma. They're getting the offensive players. Don't get me wrong. They're getting the offensive players. They're getting the quarterbacks. They're getting the receivers. They're getting the running backs. They're getting the offensive players. But the elite-level defensive players are going to Bama, LSU. They're going to the SEC schools. So I think they almost had to make this move. They weren't getting any of the elite defenders from Texas anymore. Not even Texas was getting them. They were either going to A&M, LSU, Alabama, or elsewhere. So now they're, they're going to be in the SEC. These kids know they're going to be playing SEC ball. They don't have to leave the state of Texas. And if they are, they, they just have to go right up the street to Oklahoma. To me, that's a win-win situation. That's an absolute win-win situation. But, uh, you know, that's, that's just my take on it. What do I know? We're going to take one more quick break. And then I'm going to give you my one-minute rant. And as you guessed it, it's going to be about that Cowboys quarterback situation because i tell you one thing, that is making me nervous. That is really making me nervous. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give him a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give him a call and tell him that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar. The number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night 
NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. You're listening to Across the Middle, Gridiron Sports Report. One of my favorite cartoons of all time, Fat Albert. But you know what? It is time for my one-minute rant. And this is going to Jerry Jones and that Dallas Cowboy coaching staff. Hey, man, the writing's on the wall, y'all. Dak's having shoulder injury. So guess what, man? We got to take the backup quarterback situation a lot better. If you were watching the game I was watching, there's no way you can sleep at night knowing that Garrett Gilbert, Cooper Rush, and Ben DaVinci, or DaVinci, whatever his name is, are your backups. Go get a legitimate backup. You got Garner Minshew out there. You got, you got some guys out there that have started NFL games that if this guy goes down, you have your back covered. Don't make that mistake. We've seen what Gilbert's about. He's going to hold the ball. I don't think he goes past a two-progression read. Honestly, I think he just stares down one guy. And either that guy's going to get open or he's taking the sack. We don't need that. Cooper Rush looked good, but I need to see consistency. We got one more game till the season starts. Get it right, Jerry Jones. Because if you don't get it right, this season will be over before you know it. Take care of that quarterback situation and get some more offensive line depth and if you don't think that the kid Tyler Badash is the guy at center go get one don't play games it's only your season man it's only your season thank you for listening this is Frank Chalette your host from across the middle Thank you for listening to the Across the Middle with Frank Chalette. Tune in next time for more great guests and awesome sports talk. 